do to me between me and you i feel a chemistry i won't let no one come and take your place cause the love you give you can't be replaced so no one Welcome back to the Do Alliance podcast with your host, Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines. This week, person that was getting a lot of the mess thrown at her, she finally got a taste of power and she used it to her best ability. And someone else also who has, who has been gotten, getting a lot of things thrown at him throughout this whole season, his time has come up. And we'll get into that in this episode. This week, it was called Revenge of the All-Stars. And we come back into the house and the energy is very lighter now that Beth is out the house. Sylvia, since she still had to have the sabotage, she was like, oh, I'm just going to throw it on, on Johnny. But she was like, nah, I'm going to throw it on Kellyanne. And Johnny's face, and she said that, she was like, oh, really? That's interesting. I mean, you- I have no comment because she threw it on Johnny. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I know. To that. And like, it was a joke that was like kind of foreshadowing anyways. Yeah. She was going back and forth. So it is what it is. Like, it was kind of a bad joke in a way and then kellyanne facetimed her partner she mentioned that she had a heavy metal and moral poisoning illness she's been dealing with it for years and it kind of like activated during her time on the show due to the, the stress in the environment but she's been thugging it out like she thought she had been feeling thick with like a stomach flu but she had been dealing with it i mean kellyanne has come back and she's still one of the strongest people in the house so uh even though she's going through her health issues, she's still proven that she can get past anything. And especially something that has to do with like her respiratory. And in times like this where COVID is still rampant and that's a part of something that attacks that system for her to even still want to compete and be in the house, I do commend her and applaud her for doing that. Yeah, because like, if I knew, I was like, people like, a lot of people are like doing things that you just don't know. And being able to like just come on the show and like, just, deal with it and not have it be shown as a weakness and a detriment to her i give her props for actually coming on the show and like really going after everything even though she can't stand a puzzle she's gonna make up for it in something else so props to her for doing so and mj said that he's trying to win for himself and he is still wanting to preserve his knee injury that he's been harboring for like at least a month at this point and brad said he hoped to take mj out and he knows that mj is a bluffer like he said he's gonna do one thing but he's gonna do another and he was joking of Derek. it's like if the thing comes off i'm not gonna fall over and say i can't believe it because if he figures out goes me something like endurance that he's gonna take off that brace and try to go him but it's very weird with this brad and mj situation it's like i get brad as friends with a lot of people and didn't want to ruffle their feathers and just because mj was the one that he wasn't as cool with he got the brunt of everything that brad was giving and mj didn't really do much i don't even know where this stems from to be honest i my mind just can't think of this right now but i i think that first of all it was funny that brad thought he was faking the injury because the way that they shot and showed mj and in, in the knee brace and just like he was struggling and then brad is like you know i won't be surprised if he just pulls that thing off and just rips it off and and runs into the sunset but i think because there's really no one to target and last week we saw brad trying to make up his mind in terms of who he wanted to target 
in the game and he couldn't really he had to come to a consensus but because West stepped in he didn't really have to make that decision but I think because it's honestly MJ's the odd man out so you already won last season you're not really in the big alliance that they all have with each other or at least you're cool so I mean MJ's just the only one that's available for him to target that's left in the house because if he goes after anybody else then it's really open season and that's when all bets are coming off because they're going against each other's friends so I think that's just why MJ's the target at this point yeah like he kept saying oh it's not personal like every time he was though a sabotage MJ there's like other ways you can try and like, be playful about sabotages even against your friends you'll you know it's not serious like I just don't you. you'll be fine but for the fact that MJ got at least like four sabotages throughout this whole season it's pretty wild to me but yeah then we're gonna move into the daily challenge where it is called stacked and in two heats of seven they have to run to a cold station and scratch the board until the code is revealed and it has to be four digits they have to use that code to unlock a paddle and then they have to get to the paddle board and use that to paddle into the water to retrieve the puzzle pieces and the catch is that it's going to be only five boards so whoever doesn't make it to the board they're out first and whoever makes it to the last station on shore they're in contention to win the challenge for the day so the people who don't make it to the shore they're also out as well the winner of the day for each heat will become part of the authority and so the sabotage for this challenge is that one player gets an extra lock so that they have to figure out two codes to scratch off. And so Mark decides to give MJ the sabotage after Mark was like, anyone want to volunteer and take the sabotage? MJ's like, I'll take it. I'll just do it. Then Sylvia chooses John A. Her reasoning was, due to Kellyanne always freaking out with puzzles, she thought that John A would be best to take the sabotage because John A is a puzzle person and she'd be fine. So that's how we got the actual sabotage on Jane. Which I'm not mad at because the whole time they've been picking on Kellyanne because she's so strong and they don't like her. So for them to switch it up and choose somebody else, I'm not mad at it. Jane has won last season. She's been doing well this season. Let's throw something at her. Now, as for MJ, I don't understand why he would volunteer himself because I don't know if he felt like he was going to get chosen anyway, so he might as well get it out the way. But I just think you putting yourself in that position when you already had three of them prior and you're quote unquote on a bad and bum knee. I don't get that thought process at all, but happy couple gets to sabotage, I guess. <laughs> but just couple funny. that sabotages together stays together. All right, which is funny because like <laughs> at the beginning of the episode, MJ was talking about John A. I, I missed this little part. But as like he was talking earlier in the episode, they were playing You Make Me Wanna by Usher. And I was just like dying. Because <laughs> the lyrics were like, you make me want to leave the one I'm with start a new relationship with you. And I was like, okay. Y'all are building yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just read it. That was like, and that's why that's my song for the, the, the segment. But we'll get to it later. So we get into the guy's seat. 
And out the gate, Derek is the first one to his paddle with Brad, Nehemiah, and Wes right behind him. And so Jordan is the last to manage to get a paddleboard while MJ and Mark are out. This is very, this is very simple. It was just a matter of who would scratch off the code first and unlock their lock. And then once they got to shore, before they got to shore, they got the pieces. Derek was actually struggling to get his pieces off of that little buoy little thing. So Brad ended up surpassing him and Jordan and him were neck and neck. Once them three managed to get to shore, that left Nehemiah and Wes by themselves in the water. And they decided to show us this little montage of them paddling along. And it was very sentimental and weird. Because we, we know Wes and Nehemiah are really good friends and Nehemiah like this is a magical moment like us two just paddling along the water together I'm like sure yeah okay I have nothing for Ebony and Ivory please <laughs> <laughs> not the fact that we have we have three versions of Ebony and Ivory I just realized in this whole cast <laughs> between Nehemiah and Wes MJ and John A and Naya and Jordan we have three different vast versions of that. <laughs> it's quite interesting. So Brad made it to the station first and Jordan and Derek followed. And Jordan was like, you can always count on Derek to fuck up a puzzle. Like Derek is bound to it. It's not the best with puzzles. So having him like being, you know, top three and not really figure out this puzzle well is like in the best cards for Jordan in this game because if Jordan's good at puzzles he can use it to his advantage in this granted that puzzle was really interesting like it's how I figure out the different sizes of the little poles to try and get them to match up for the stars like that was a very intricate situation which they got the benefit of not having to win aside from the ladies heat so that was a plus for them at least and so with that, Brad was actually moving quick throughout this whole thing, and he ended up getting the puzzle done first, and so he is the winner of the mail heat. Which is a good thing for his game, because last week he was very confused about what he was going to do moving forward with how everyone else was moving. So the fact that Brad pulled the swing out, he didn't have to worry about everyone else's game. He just consider what he wanted to do at this time. And then with MJ being the one that was you know, thrown in or who lost automatically, it's like an easy feat for him to just be like, all right, it has to be you because you already lost, you know? So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not in in on Brad. Like I, I kind of, I don't like any of the men that are left to be honest, like not, not anyone, like not one person. So I'm not rooting for any of these men to win. I don't give a shit about this this cast I don't something about this season is just off to me it's weird I don't like it and yeah I'm surprised you didn't you said you didn't like Mark (laughs) Natalie Mark is cool but I'm not gonna be rooting for him like something is not really there for me with Mark yeah because I feel like there's definitely kind of a hierarchy in a sense with the guys it's just not as prevalent as it is with the girls. We know, like, because all of them are friends, but it's just like, okay, so who is the head of the snake? We have Nehemiah and Wes, besties together. And then Brad and Mark are right below them. And then Derek and Jordan are right next behind them. And then MJ is right at the bottom. That's just how, like, the guys are. And I feel like being nice to one another, it's going to only take them so far. 
in this game and it doesn't feel like so far but it's just like at the end of the day y'all gotta play for yourselves and they haven't really been doing that this whole time they're just playing as a group this whole time so hopefully something gives in the next couple episodes to see like who breaks out from that we know like Bradis has been trying to play his own game but it really isn't his own game to be honest it's just in the best interest of the other guy so we're gonna move on into the women's seat and Naya was able to get her cold first and Veronica was next and as everyone was getting towards the next stage and unlocking their paddles Sylvia was struggling with trying to get hers open and I'm like this is funny this is rich because Sylvia has been a somewhat top performer this season and she's been safe a lot so seeing her squirm a bit it was kind of it was really pleasing to me yeah I'm gonna get to Sylvia later keep going and then Veronica actually didn't get the right code like she thought she did but she didn't so she actually didn't make it to the next step but that let Ronnie get the last board, and so she was off to the races. And so Veronica and Sylvia were out from that stage of the game. And as things were going, Naya had a good lead over everyone, but she was struggling in the water, and Kellyanne was able to make it to shore and start her puzzle. I don't know why I forgot this, but I forgot that her and Bus were exes. And he was like, I'm just gonna like help give her some encouragement through this. I know she's been going through with these puzzles, but I'm trying to give her some encouragement. And she, she did pretty well for like, maintaining her composure until her mishap <laughs> happened. And then Ronnie and Janae were able to make it to shore next. So Kayla and Naya were out from that segment of the game. I really did want Naya to succeed in that part of it because she was off to a great start. And I'm like, okay, Naya, this is your opportunity to kind of show what you have in this game because Naya, for all intents and purposes, for this cast of people has made a final. So I know that she has the ability to do it, but it's just what the challenge is. And since she got up to a great start, I was rooting for her to get through that paddleboard, but then she really couldn't find her footing literally on that paddleboard. So it was just, it was just bad timing for her. But then John A getting through, even with the sabotage, just dang, like this is why somebody should have tried to get this girl out prior because she's just out here you know kicking ass and I feel like she had extra motivation because she had the sabotage she was trying to win and then also because somebody else had just lost so she's like I gotta keep somebody safe like so I think that was her motivation going into that as well I'm glad that Ronnie was able to not for the treehouse sake but for Ronnie's sake because Ronnie mentioned that this was her moment in time to be there you know showing her kids that this is what she used to do. Like she's mom at home. She's a hard worker, I'm sure. She's all of those things that her kids see, but Ronnie was a badass before she had those kids and she's a badass after those kids. So I'm glad she just had that moment where she can be in a finalist position in the top three in in a challenge to show what she has. Kellyanne, as I said last week, she's a fucking loon man, but you know, she's great at competition and it's just the puzzles that get over her. I'm glad that she was able to kind of calm herself in that challenge so that she can just relax her mind to know that I can stay calm. I can do this. Like I'll be okay. And even after, you know, the wind was against her, like literally mother nature was like, girl, I don't think it's going to happen today. She lost her cool, but she found her footing. And for her to even get that back and just remain calm, it was kind of just a testament to how far she had went since she did two weeks ago when she had that mishap from this week. Yeah. I was really proud of Kellyanne. 
I really proud of Ronnie too. I'm like Ronnie was really killing it. Like she saw the window, she took it, and I thought she was so close. Like if Kellyanne had not been able to finish that puzzle, I was doing for Ronnie to get her first win. And I really hope she actually gets at least a daily win before the final hits. Cause I want to see her empowered. Like it's been this mostly the same people empowered the whole time, people from the treehouse or any of the guys, but I really want to be able to see. Yeah, she's really the only person out of the girls, aside from Naya, that hasn't got empowered. And I really want to see her empower and see how like she decides things in the game. It's gotten her this far, this far. So I just want to see how like she would be in the authority and who she would want to put in as a competitor. So yeah. And with that, Kellyanne actually managed to get the win for the women. And so she and Brad are the authority, but it was weird for Sylvia to kind of sneak this Kellyanne right after she was celebrating. And I was like, girl, what is the issue of half you have of her? Like, it's like a weird one-sided actual issue that Sylvia had. I mean, we could talk about it where congratulations, Kellyanne, for winning. Yes. Ronnie was literally one piece away from completing it. Like, I just wish she had saw that piece. But the fact that she saw it after, I'm pretty sure somebody told her, like, hey look right there like you're missing a piece I I just wish that she had that opportunity to see it going back so that she could have had the ability to win but Kellyanne made it through the puzzle she even through all that adversity of the wind literally knocking her stuff off the platform she got herself back calmed herself down and was able to get the win we can move on to after the win because Naya and Sylvia this is where the I guess beef. I don't even know if it's a beef, but this is where the issue arises. And I, I completely agree with Naya in this sense, because what was the reason for you to say that to Kayla besides being a mean girl? Like you're 35, like you're 36. Like, why are you being mean like this at your big ass age? And the fact that she's on the younger side of the cast is also why I'm just like, I don't like her on this cast because something as petty as that, something as, you know, stupid as that common is like, mainly for a younger cast or for the main show where it's just it it kind of brews this pettiness in that spirit of how people get you know attack each other but in this sense like this house is not meant for that like I don't think I don't get that vibe with the older cast so that's just one reason I just don't like her on this show because she just doesn't fit the vibe the aesthetic whatever it is she just doesn't fit it for me on here and I completely agree that Naya should have told Kellyanne because it's just like yeah this is what she's saying it it was unnecessary and I feel like the whole time Kellyanne has been very much quiet but she notices like she prees the scene but she doesn't say anything and I feel like Kayla and Sylvia specifically have been just very petty they kind of give off an aura of if she comes in the room they're probably going to be dismissive they roll their eyes they're like oh this girl like and it's just like how old are you like come on grow up a little bit so for Sylvia to make that comment I just didn't fuck with it but Kellyanne did what she needed to do and win and that's why they were watching on the sidelines and she was the one winning yes which is funny too oh also real quick TJ did say that Kellyanne and Brad are going to be doing out the last sabotages of the season next week so that's going to be a game changer and seeing how things come about also, next week is trivia, so that's going to be fun to see how that happens. But it's really funny, though, to me uh, on Sylvia, because whenever I had saw her on the main show, she was a follower. 
And she let Nicole V like yell, really yell at her, like on invasion. I'm like, girl, where I, I, I'm just confused on where this energy is coming from. Because yes, yeah, you're probably just not, like you're one of the only two younger people on the show. But like in your challenge career, you haven't done much. Yeah, you almost could have. Like, she could have almost won Final Reckoning too. I mean, that is I think it's one of the new ones with her and Joss. She could have won that, but she didn't. That's all she did. And then she got in a like argument with Marie. And it's just I haven't seen much of Sylvia to really like see the type of person she is on the show. It's just weird. Like you haven't been like this before. And it's very weird of, of her to bring that energy to the show. Well, also I complete transparency. I I've completely forgot. I don't think I ever watched the seasons that she did on the challenge. I only saw her on her real world season, that skeleton season that she did with Nicole Z. So that's where I know Sylvia from. I don't even remember her being on the challenge. So there's that. But I mean, she has to have grown at least some way in character by the at, from that point from the last time I saw her until now. I don't expect her to be the same. So yeah, the, the comment was just very rooted and just being nasty. And I just like for what like it, it it was unnecessary so like naya said fuck the treehouse at this point because y'all doing the most and it's not cute and naya did say that she should just pick sylvia in because that would suggest a cherry on top of like the whole saga of her versus the treehouse and shelly i'm like i'm am feeling very vindictive so it might just come back to on her and then sylvia had her face and call for her stepson and I did laugh at the fact that she really did get on him for his grades. Like, she's gone, but you fucking up your grades, dog, get it together. I guess it's shout out to her for parenting her man's child. Cool. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to the birthday party for Nehemiah, I think John A and Kayla. If I was looking at it right by the crowns on the heads, it was a birthday party for all three of them. Because their birthdays were very close and told, right, let's do a big birthday party for everyone. But it wasn't all just having fun and things. It was really down to business. Killian and Sylvia had a chat at the party. And it was didn't really go the way that I think either of them wanted it to be going. Because Sylvia already knew, like, she was going to be at the top of the list to go in. And Killian really did say she really wants to like Sylvia and Kayla and them. But she's sick of it because... It's gotten to a place where it's just gotten to a boiling point. I don't even understand the point of this conversation. Sylvia should have known what was up. I don't I don't get people who try to save their ass at the last minute knowing exactly what she did prior to get to where you were. The whole time, I'm, and I'm positive, if she was in the position that Kellyanne was in, she was going to put Ke- uh, Kellyanne in. So I'm not understanding why she ran behind Kellyanne to see how they can work together, what they can do. What can they do? Because there's only other one person in that house that they were not cool with that was not aligned in that tree house that was naya so or john a at this point so it was either john a or naya i don't understand what she was running behind kellyanne to say what and kellyanne trying to listen to her okay i get that she's being polite but the conversation just went nowhere between the two of them and i just wish it was just a waste of time to be honest yeah mj knew that he had an inkling that brad was going to throw him in so and he said that he thinks that brad is scared of him which i don't know if they had ended up, ended up going against each other it'd be 50 50 i i can't call it but i don't think mj was winning against brad i'm just i don't see it without the bum knee it'll be 50 50 but we don't know if he if he really did have a bum knee or not so and that's why I say I can't call it. I'm still going to go with Brad, even though I really don't, I don't really fuck with him. Like, I'm not jacking him, but 
that I'm not I'm not gonna pick MJ over him. Yeah. Kellyanne and Brad did have their chat afterwards the next day, and they're both very open-minded about the process of how they're gonna do the vote, as long as it didn't affect either of their games like that. So Kellyanne said that she was gonna either do Kayla or Sylvia. Brad was like, just don't mess with my vote for MJ. And he did mention because like he kept going after MJ. He's like, once you start one fire, you just gotta keep one fire going. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. At one point that fire is gonna burn out, but that's what it is. And so they end up letting everyone know what the deal was. So they let MJ know that he's going in. MJ said, thank you, Brad, you dumbass. And Sylvia was told the decision as well. And she was just she was in good spirits about it, but she like knew what was up. So that's how that is. And so we go to the arena and Sylvia ended up choosing after they saw what the elimination was. Sylvia chose Naya after essentially saying she didn't want to go against John A because John A is a puzzle person and she would have beat her ass and she would have been gotten sent home. Which Sylvia, Sylvia pissed me off this episode because her energy, her she was just, she was weird as fuck. Like I just, I didn't understand her thought process and then for her to pick Naya again she had nobody else to choose from because the only other person was John A and she was scared of John A and she mentioned earlier in the episode that Naya doesn't have endurance so she was already plotting on Naya being the next one person that she was going to attack anyway or try to get out the house so I and Naya didn't come out of anywhere but the fact that she didn't pick John A because she was so scared of her in a puzzle and thought that she can just beat Naya because she doesn't have any endurance, it was a puzzle. So you're not using anything but your big brain, Sylvia, which you clearly didn't use because you lost. So I like I, Sylvia just she completely just this whole episode missed me, missed yeah. me. And MJ ended up choosing Derek because he can't go after Brad. So obviously he was like, I'll take the next best thing in <laughs> Derek, which. Uh, if it was funny seeing Derek do this elimination. So we're going to get into the women's seat real quick of this challenge called Starstruck, where they needed to get a pull from the horizontal maze and they had to use the star cutouts as well to use it to get through it. And once the pole was free, they had to score the ball and the hole through the little wall. The first person to do that, they were able to win the challenge and take some stars. So in the women's heat, Nia was really glad and do the maze with mostly no help, a little bit from Jordan, but she mostly got that got through that without his help. And I, I really liked how like she was patient with herself and moved seamlessly with that. Uh Nia kicked ass. I mean, what else? What else can you say? Like, she got through the whole thing. Like I said, minimal help from Jordan. He had some directions, but she literally did that all by herself. And then she had a one-trick shot and made it into the hole. And Sylvia was gone. And it was funny because Kellyanne did say that Kayla looks so lonely by herself because her little partner in crime is about to go home. I guess Kellyanne was just saying, want, want, bitch. Sorry, you lost your friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then MJ and Derek went, and it was really neck to neck to start, but Derek was able to finish the maze, but he struggled with getting the ball into the hole. And it took at least 10 tries for him to get that there. And while MJ was still trying to get through the maze, but after 10 tries, Derek made it into there. Derek was in full, not even Mighty Mouse mode, but like Leprechaun mode because he was like, give me the motherfucking stars, bitch. Like he was ready to collect all those stars from MJ, like the little Leprechaun from Lucky Charms. 
Yeah, he definitely was given Keebler Elf on Christmas. Like, he was very happy that he was successful in beating MJ. And honestly, I don't think that MJ really had an opportunity to win this season. Like, unless he was getting saved by John A, I just didn't see it for him with the rest of the competition that was in the house. So I'm kind of glad he's out of here. So we don't have to see him again because he was getting on my nerves. Uh, Derek, on the meantime... He has to beat the rest of the men in the house, which is some very strong people. And I don't think that he will be able to do it. I'm sorry. So for him to get this win, I want to see what the stars is going to mean going forward, because obviously it's been a part of the, the twist. This season is them getting stars after elimination. So he does have at least three of MJ's now. So I want to see what that means moving forward in the game. Yeah, so now in total, including his own star, it's four stars that Derek has, which is the most of everybody. And MJ did say, like, right after he got eliminated, that he didn't really know exactly why Brad had it out for him from the sabotages to pitting him into elimination. And he was like, it is personal. It was personal because I got the brunt of everything. And trivia is, like I mentioned earlier, coming next week. And I'm so excited to see what comes with it. Trivia day is just fun. Uh, when it comes around, it lightens the cast a little bit for them not having to do a labor challenge but just to be having fun thinking talking and of course tj's having fun with it so i think that aspect of trivia day is why it's just enjoyable to watch because they're literally having like a field day essentially that's the vibe that it gives me so i enjoy watching trivia would love to see what happens but we are at least halfway through this series and close to the final so it's just getting everyone else out of here i just I want to see what happens. Yeah. I At this point, I don't have a clear winner of this either right now. So I'm like, I'm just going to be watching this just to see how the final even stacks up. Like, are they going to be a partner's part of it? Is it going to be fully individual? Is next week going to be the last actual elimination? Like, it's a lot of questions still kind of up in the air. So we have four episodes left. So there's still time at least for a couple more eliminations, I think, in the whole final. So... Let's see how this culminates in the end. And with that, the recap is done. That is episode six of All Star Season 3. We're going to get into the segment called Tune It Up, where we find a song either from the soundtrack from the show or a song that fits the situation as well. And we chat about it. This week, my songs were actually in the soundtrack from this week. I mentioned it earlier. One of my songs was You Make Me Wanna by Usher. Because the situation at hand that's fun from last week. And it was made light of in the song at the beginning of the episode. It made me laugh when I heard it play. And it's, it's very specific <laughs> with the lyrics so I love that song I will always love anything Usher and that's a classic as well my other song it was You Can Do It by Ice Cube it's played during the daily challenge actually and it was when Naya was like trying to get through her stuff and it's like you can do it put your back and through it because Naya was trying to Naya the tallest girl in this, in this competition is she was really trying her best to use her lane to try and get through the paddle and she couldn't but that song was such an affirmation in that moment for her. And if only she could have gotten through the rest of it, it would have worked. For sure, because she was ahead in the competition 
at the first stop. And then when she got to the water, she was trying. My girl was out there trying, but she just kept falling because, you know, she's tall. So she couldn't really get her balance and being up on the paddleboard. But, you know, I was rooting for Naya. It was just funny because that song just always reminds me of a two. I forgot what movie, but some movie in the 2000s that they would always play that song. And I'd just be like, the song is just funny. But my song that I chose also has to deal with Naya. It's something that she posted on her page on social media having to do with beating Sylvia in elimination. And that was Call My Bluff by Pusha T, which is one of my favorite songs off of Almost Dry. I play that song almost every day. So the fact that she put that as a title to Sylvia, I feel like it was just the perfect song because it just goes with exactly what that moment was because Sylvia was talking a lot of trash about Naya. And when she called her out, it was lights out, game over. You have to now show and prove and Sylvia is going home to be a mom. So good luck to Sylvia. Congrats to Naya. And I just, that song by Pusha T, that album is amazing. But that song in particular is one of my favorites off of that album. So I'm glad she uh, tweeted about it. If you liked any of the songs that we have chosen, want to hear anything that was off of the soundtrack that we have culminated in the past three seasons now. This is three seasons of the show that we've been doing, this, which is crazy. But three seasons of music that has been put together. You can check out Spotify. Our Spotify is Dual Lines Pod. It'll be linked in the description box below. You can check us out on YouTube at Dual Lines Pod. You can check our Twitter page, which is Dual Lines Pod. You can check our personal pages. Megan's page is Megs and Himes. Alicia's page is Ace underscore S5. And we will be back next week to get more into the challenge. There is also a lot of challenge CBS things happening. There have been cast photos and memos, photos that have been put out there on the internet. We will discuss that closing towards the end of this challenge all-star season. We just want to give more attention to the all-star show because it's on right now. But once we come along, that CBS show is coming soon. So we will discuss that when the time comes. Also, season 38 is filming. So that'll be back also. So we have a lot of challenge content coming. Don't worry. Our voices will be heard. You will not silence us. The masses will hear whatever shit we have to say about some of you people who decide to go on TV and act an ass. We're here. We're yes. here to discuss it all. Yeah. I just realized, so, I think you might get another stay away from somebody in season 38. Because you never know who it's going to be. I don't know who's on season 38. I, I've avoided all spoilers. I've avoided everything. I've avoided the plot of it. I, I don't I don't like to know beforehand. So once we get to it, though, we will get to it. But as of right now, that's it for All Stars episode six of season three. We'll be back next week to discuss episode seven. You can watch everything on Paramount Plus if you have it, you know, bootleg it because they're not paying us really so they're not paying us at all so bootleg it if you have to whatever you gotta do to watch it but thank you for listening to our recap we'll be back next week see y'all bye